Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. So you want your charity to succeed. It's no secret that combining online and offline techniques is the key to modern-day fundraising success. And practical advice is what you need. The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart is the perfect place to learn from experts around the world who, along with our host, provide advice you can use. Ted Hart is without a doubt one of the foremost nonprofit thought leaders. Also a successful author, his books cover a broad range of topics from major gift fundraising to use of social media and how to succeed online. Ted lectures around the world, but now he's here for you. From the latest in charity news, technology, fundraising, and social networking, Ted and his guests help you maneuver through this economic downturn in the charitable sector to greater levels of efficiency and fundraising success. Remember, this is a live call-in show. Become part of the show by adding your voice. Call now at 347-324-3080. After the show, you can find all our podcasts at tedhart.com. Just click on radio links. Don't forget to dial 347-324-3080. Now, welcome the host of The Nonprofit Coach, Ted Hart. And welcome here to this uh, next live edition of The Nonprofit Coach. Today is Tuesday, March 12th, and we are celebrating our third anniversary here on The Nonprofit Coach. My goodness, I cannot believe how quickly time has gone by and how many incredible experts we have had here on the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show. And our third anniversary is not going to let you down. Today on page two, we will have three folks from our friends over at BlackBot, including Mark Chardon, the president, Tiffany Crumpton, and Steve McLaughlin will be here with us uh, on page two. Also joining us here today, uh, calling in on our third anniversary, is the president and CEO at Charity Navigator Ken Berger, uh, Mark Sutton from Artez Interactive, our good friend Kay Sprinkle Grace, an international consultant, Lindsay Nichols from GuideStar, and Susan McDermott over from uh, John Wiley and Sons. I'm sure that we'll have uh, uh, some surprise uh, folks here today. Um, as always, here on the Nonprofit Coach, you can call in for our page two experts at 347 347- Three two four thirty eighty. You can join us over in the chat room. I see some folks over in the chat room. You can ask questions there, or you can email me at tedhart at tedhart.com. As always here on the Nonprofit Coach, we start with page one news. Page One News, you can follow along at tedhart.com, click on radio links, and you'll find over there today a report from the Foundation Group that the IRS has made significant changes to the 2013 Form 990. Uh, Make sure that you read up on all of the updates as you are preparing uh, for your filings uh, to the IRS this year. Over in the radio links, you will also find a free webinar that's going to take place this week, and this is the final free webinar webinar on Google Plus and Google Plus Hangouts for nonprofits. That's going to take place from uh, the folks at Google on March 14th at 1 p.m. You can find in the radio links where you can register for this free webinar for nonprofit organizations. This is a one-time only free. Uh, usually the charge would be $50 for this webinar. So follow that over in the radio links at tedhart.com. We've got such a full show, we're going to jump right over to uh, one of our first guests here. Uh, Neil Galliford is joining us here uh, from Toronto. Uh, Neil, thank you so much for being here on this special third anniversary of the Nonprofit Coach Show. But you're calling in. Uh, to share the good news about a very important conference taking place up in Toronto uh, in May. Uh, Welcome back to the Nonprofit Coach, Neil Galford. Well, thank you, Ted, and congratulations on your third anniversary. It's an amazing milestone. 
Well, you've been on the show quite a bit uh, over that period of time and have lent your expertise, uh, as you do in our partnership with Stephen Thomas uh, for the fourth annual Digital Leap Conference. It's going to be taking place on Thursday, May 2nd at the Art Gallery of Ontario. Uh, we've got the fine folks from Blackbaud that are going to be here on page two, and they're one of the big sponsors uh, of the uh, uh, Digital Leap Conference. Uh, tell us what's going to be taking place this year up in Toronto. Well, we have a fabulous lineup of, uh, of speakers, uh, Ted. Uh, we actually have someone from Blackbaud uh, uh, who's going to be speaking, um, and people can go to Digital Leap dot org and they can see the full lineup uh over there. Uh Blackbroad uh, uh is uh lending us uh Rahil Galba who's their uh, brand leader and creative director and he's gonna be talking about how charities can express their brand properly online. So it's such a big topic. Anytime we cover branding here on the nonprofit coach it's always a very popular uh, podcast. So uh, this is uh, really quite an innovative uh, conference and focuses on digital marketing strategy and techniques uh, from experts throughout the nonprofit sector, and you're going to have them all together on uh, May 2nd up in uh, Toronto. Yeah, it's fantastic, and I, uh, we uh, we have lots of tickets still for sale, although we've uh, uh, got lots of registrations already. I uh, should let people know they should register by March 20th if they want to take advantage of the early bird uh, uh, Right, there are early uh, bird uh, savings. Um, and one of the things I like about the way this conference is uh, is organized um, is uh, the that you can get a double ticket. You can bring a friend and save even more money uh, for uh, for the uh, the conference. So we do have a link over in the radio links today uh, for uh, Digital Leap, and we certainly want to encourage everyone to uh, 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 join us up uh, in. In Toronto on May 2nd. Neil, thank you for joining us today here on the Now Profit Coach. Yeah, well, it's, it's always great to be on, and uh, good luck with your third anniversary show. Great. Well, in honor of uh, that third anniversary, we've got a uh, little musical interlude here. Definitely in a celebratory mood here on the nonprofit coach, and that's going to take us right to Ava Aldridge, who is here uh, for the CFRE Minute, and uh, even more important CFRE Minute because we're also uh, celebrating the third anniversary of the nonprofit coach. Welcome back to the nonprofit coach, Ava Aldridge. Thanks, Ted, and congratulations on your third anniversary. That's just fabulous. Well, we really appreciate the partnership that we have with CFRE, and of course, one of the things we want to do here on the Nonprofit Coach is to encourage our listeners to become certified. What's the uh, big news over at CFRE this month? Well, we've actually got an anniversary of our own that I want to share with you. Uh, I just got back from the Fundraising Institute of Australia conference, and this is the 20th anniversary of CFRE being available in Australia. Oh, that's great. Just yeah, just fabulous. Uh, really great to be there with all our Australian at, uh, CFREs and see the enthusiasm for the credential. And uh, we also had some great news in that Leo Orland, who's uh, the current uh, CFRE exam committee chair, received the highest award for fundraising in Australia, the Arthur Van Award for Excellence in Fundraising. So congratulations to Leo. And, uh, again, I think just Absolutely. another Congratulations great thing. to Leo, but also a feather in the cap for the wonderful work the CFRE is doing around the world. Now, your numbers are up around the world. Uh, CFRE is becoming even more important. Yes, we were very gratified to see a 17% increase uh, last year in initial certification. And certainly, you know, as we move forward with making the exam more globally um, accessible, I think we're going to see even bigger increases. So that's a good thing. Where are you seeing the big growth, Ava? Um, right now, still our base is North America with the U.S. and Canada, but we are going to be switching to computer-based testing worldwide starting mid this year. So that means that rather than having a paper and pencil exam that will only be available you know, once or twice a year outside North America in various locations, 
Individuals who want the CFRE will be able to find a computer-based testing facility near them and be able to schedule at a time and place that's convenient. So I think just that ease of access is really going to encourage people um, who've been wanting to get the CFRE but who haven't had access to go ahead and, and go for it. It might even help folks that are a little uh, uh, exam-phobic um, and sitting in a room with others and taking an exam. That might, might actually reduce uh, those fears as well. I think so. It makes it for a much more uniform experience and, and again, one that it makes it better able for people to time it according to, you know, their busy lives. That's great. Well, Ava, thank you again for the CFRE Minute. Each and every month you bring us uh, most important news from CFRE, and over in the radio links at tedhart.com, we do have a link to CFRE.org. Uh, Ava Aldrich from uh, CFRE International, thank you for joining us here on the Nonprofit thank you, Coach. Ted. And we're uh, back here on uh, page one news, just wrapping up uh, page one news. We do want to draw your attention uh, to from Right Mix Marketing, the top ten reasons people unfriend on Facebook. And it's important, I think, for nonprofit organizations, uh, as you remember here on the Nonprofit Coach and the top six uh, pillars of success for online nonprofit organizations, uh, Facebook is actually number five on that list. Uh, but it is important to understand that the communication, the interaction that you have in building relationships on Facebook can be important to your organizations, and this is one step in helping you understand that. Um, next up here on uh, the Nonprofit Coach are our good friends uh, from BlackBot, so we're going to head right on over to page two. This is our big third anniversary show, and since the beginning of the Nonprofit Coach, BlackBot has been an important partner uh, to this show and, of course, an important partner to the nonprofit Hello. sector. Um, it's really my pleasure today on Hello. the, the uh, page one uh, for, uh, or page two for the Nonprofit Coach uh, to welcome back here to uh, the uh, Nonprofit Coach uh, Mark Chardon, the president of BlackBot, Steve McLaughlin, uh, and Tiffany Crumpton from uh, BlackBot. I think you're all with us here in the same room over at BlackBot. Is that right? Are you folks all there? We are. Oh, there you are. Okay. I just say to turn on your microphone here, I think. Uh, so, well, thank well, you. Well, you know, um, that's hardware. That's not software, so we can't help you with that. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, thank you again for all joining us uh, uh, here on, uh, on the show. And uh, I wanted to start off with... Uh, uh, Mark, again, thank you for the partnership that uh, BlackBot has had uh, with this show and also uh, Bla uh, the uh, partnership that you have with the Digital Leap Conference up in uh, Toronto. Uh, you folks uh, have certainly been positioning BlackBot to continue to be a leader in the nonprofit sector. And I know, Mark, you have um, particularly been spending time on trends that we should be watching for 2013, and we thought uh, this anniversary show would be a good opportunity for you to share uh, some of that uh, insight. Well, uh, first, let me just start by saying uh, I'm, I'm sort of getting used to hearing your birthday music, so um, <laughs> uh, it's uh, pretty cool. Congratulations on three years. It uh, happens really fast, and I, I think we met first in 07, you and I, and yeah, uh, when I, uh, shortly after I got to BlackBot, and uh, you've been uh, you've been a staunch supporter of the online world uh, even even before it became trendy. So. Uh, thank you very much for the the work you've done as well, Ted. It's uh, it's fantastic, and congratulations also on your part with the uh, NP Experts book, the ebook that's that's out. Uh, well, that's I was going to wait until uh, we spoke to uh, Steve because I know Steve's. But since you brought that up, um, let's go ahead and make the uh, the big announcement uh, uh, here. We're we're absolutely thrilled um, to announce that. Uh, your NP Experts uh, book, which uh, thank you again for inviting me to be part of that. I'm humbled by the uh, array of experts that uh, you've brought together uh, in this book, including your very own uh, Steve McLaughlin. And uh, we'll be highlighting the NP uh, Experts book uh, and two of your experts on the March 26th edition of the Nonprofit Coach. So they will be live here on this show. I think uh, you'll have Frank Barry. Uh, and Dennis McCarthy will be uh, live here on the show. So that will be an opportunity for people to get to know that book and the wonderful work that you folks have done. So thank you for bringing that up. Well, there you go. Thank you, Ted. Um, so back to trends in 2013, uh, we uh, we sort of boiled it down to three topic areas, sorry, four topic areas. Um, one is the increase in charitable giving 
uh, will continue to be pretty muted, in my opinion. You know, you don't see a dramatic shift from the 2% of GDP number in the U.S. over the past 40 years. I mean, there have been a few years when it's been a little better. There have been a few years when it's been a little worse. But if you see the Dow Jones Industrial Average making new highs and you don't see real upticks in the in the um, charitable giving index, you sort of have to ask yourself the question right now, what's happening in the mind of you know, individual donors and the high net worth individuals, and and we're seeing uh, we're seeing a lot of caution in uh, across the nonprofit sector in terms of the the people's estimates of how well they're going to do or not do in 2013. So uh, there's a sort of second part of that, which is that I'm seeing a fair amount of uh, indication that donors are actually uh, choosing to support fewer nonprofits, uh, what I call a flight to quality, and so. And if you're, you want to make sure that you've got a quality relationship with your donor, or you're going to end up uh, being the one at the bottom of the list that gets cut off. So that's sort of that's sort of the first thing. Ted. Well, and I think, and thank you for bringing that up because I think you're absolutely right, and I think that's where uh, partnerships with uh, groups like BlackBot become so important because it really does boil down uh, to relationships, and uh, relationships often is keeping track of good data. Uh, and making sure that uh, you are appropriately uh, interacting. And I, I know um, I'll just jump over for a moment to uh, Steve McLaughlin. Steve, uh, you, of course, uh, have been a, an expert in uh, the online space. Uh, we've known each other for quite some time, and you've always been on the cutting edge. And, and I think uh, you would agree that relationships are at the heart of fundraising online or offline. Yeah, Ted, that's absolutely true. You know, when you go through an economic downturn, what we keep continuing to hear from nonprofits is the, the value of investing in retaining those relationships, stewarding donors both online and offline is extremely important. I think a lot of times uh, nonprofits think that donors who give online behave differently than offline donors, and the data says they don't. They want to be stewarded. They want to be followed up with. So all those good best practices that fund, fundraising professionals use certainly also apply to online donors as well. And the, as, uh, as Mark pointed out, the flight to, uh, to quality um, is quality of that relationship that you have with your donor. And, uh, and I'm wondering, uh, just uh, uh, Tiffany, if uh, um, in the work that, uh, that you're seeing, um, you've, uh, uh, technology has played a major role in both nonprofits and their supporters. Um, are you seeing um, that uh, uh, renewing your donors is, is becoming even more important of a strategy than necessarily prospecting? Absolutely. So in, in 2013, we're looking at the advances in technology really playing a major role both for nonprofits and their supporters. Uh, so from a retention point of view, um, being able to give great tools like a mobile website where someone can come back and um, actually change their, their giving options. Um, retention is top of mind for all of our organizations. Um, one area that's pointed out in one of Mark's trends is smart data and analytics. Uh, so many organizations are trying to be smarter uh, with information about their constituents. So it's, it's often uh, easier to go out and retain your donors than try to find new ones. So um, smart data and analytics are definitely top of mind. I'm not sure that it's ever been uh, a good strategy, but certainly it's been a common strategy for nonprofits uh, to put uh, um, uh, an emphasis on um, on prospecting, maybe sort of mass prospecting, mass direct mail, uh, and, and those have become so costly in terms of return on investment. I, I'm really keen to uh, to understand, and I know this is probably for all three of you, um, but I'm really intrigued by the work that uh, BlackBot has done uh, around the concept of the 360-degree view of the supporter. Yep. So um, when we talk about 360-degree view, that's crucial for uh, organizations to understand their constituents' behaviors, engagement details, and ultimately to provide insight into what they may do in the future. So many of our organizations are thinking about their organizations on a journey and maximizing uh, not just for the benefit of what the organization knows about those constituents, but also to benefit the constituents' relationship with their organization. It's an interesting thing, Ted, when you look at this, that people are saying, um, you know, I, if I go to uh, Amazon, th they know what to recommend. I have more of a relationship with Amazon than I have with many nonprofits in the sense that they know more about me. They're better at recommending things. They're better at engaging me. 
and you take a look at that, and the uh, the amount of patients that the that the donor has is dropping every year because the the, the compare is getting steeper every year. And so, you know, Tiffany mentioned our third trend, which is that technology, you know, social, mobile, and and a, and a, and a more fully rounded view of the donor. Those are things that are sort of moving from the trial stages into the doing stage in 2013 for many nonprofits. And you, uh, in our state of the nonprofit industry report, indicates that um, uh, there'll be a doubling of um, uh, you know what people are, are doing in terms of sort of social and mobile in in, in the coming year. And um, and and that's um, you know that's a trend that's just going to simply accelerate over the next few. Yeah, and that's why we spend quite a bit of time here. Um, we do have uh, someone who's going to just uh, jump in and join us. And uh, you folks, uh, Mark, you had specifically brought up the topic of flight to quality. Um, I know that Ken Berger um, from Charity Navigator wanted to stop in and uh, say hello on this third anniversary show of the Nonprofit Coach. Uh, Ken Berger, welcome back to the Nonprofit Coach. Hi, and uh, happy anniversary. Well, thank you so much. We've got uh, uh, the fine folks uh, from uh, Blackbaud, Mark Chardon, uh, Tiffany Crumpton, and Steve McLaughlin uh, on here with us. And uh, Mark was just making the point of, of, uh, of what they're viewing as a flight to quality of nonprofit organizations. And uh, you have been a very popular um, guest here on the Nonprofit Coach. As a matter of fact, uh, your podcast um, for, I think it was the 10th anniversary of Charity Navigator, uh, is one of the most popular of all time podcasts here on the Nonprofit Coach. So uh, you might want to weigh in a little bit on uh, on this concept of flight to quality. Well, I, I, I just uh, applaud that. I say amen to that. Uh, we, you know, have been working towards uh, changing our rating system to look more and at more and more dimensions of the charity. We just launched CN 3.0, which looks at the results reporting of charities in January of this year, and we think it's the first scalable uh, way to rate charities' uh, work on the most important thing of all, which is the, the quality of the results of their work and how they report on that publicly. So we're all with you all the way. That's great. That's terrific. What's um, Besides uh, 3.0, I know you folks have been uh, uh, extremely busy, and I believe that you're expanding the number of charities that you uh, that you rate. Is that underway now or has that been completed oh it's definitely underway i mean uh, on uh, march 1st uh, we went from 6000 pages on our website to 1.6 million pages on our website because we added every us registered nonprofit now has a page of information we may not, we certainly don't rate them all as of yet but our goal is to um, have even more interaction and engagement with our users, more tools and tips for them to look at every U.S. registered charity, even if we don't rate them. Meanwhile, we're still working on getting to 10,000 that we rate, which is where about 70% of all the money goes in this country in private contributions. And we're, we've just hit the 6,000 mark, and this year we want to get to 7,000 on that front as well. So 70% of all the donated dollars in this country go to 10,000 charities? That's correct. Well, that, there, there you go, Mark. That, that uh, uh, it, it looks like a, a flight to quality is also a flight to large charities. Is that right? Well, um, I think you'll find that growth rates are uh, will indicate that it, the, the, the smaller charities are actually growing dramatically faster than larger charities. It's just sort of like the creation of employment in the United States. The majority of people work at big firms, but the majority of new jobs come from little firms. And you know, so as an economist, I'd sort of have to say that if you expect to see uh, uh, the flight to quality often involves a flight to local. You know, if you're going to give to some big national organization or the food bank that's, you know, that's feeding the family of the firefighter who just lost his job, uh, you know, you're, it's a lot harder to say no to the food bank. And so you'll yeah. see that this quality flight is both local as well as the kind of thing that Ken and Charity Navigator are doing, which is just, you know, which is really excellent in terms of saying people, there's a generational shift in terms of how the sector is being valued. The, the, all the arguments in, in Washington about the uh, the charitable deduction is focused a lot of uh, a lot of um, attention on whether nonprofits are producing good value for the tax dollar, uh, or for the tax dollar not paid, if you will. And so, uh, you know, assessments of their ability to deliver results, like the Charity Navigator 3.0, and 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 also the ability to communicate and connect with people in terms of understanding that local impact and quality impact is what's going to actually make the connection to the cause those are those are some of the examples of as I said, that's one of the that's the num number two of our trends of the nonprofit sector going through a revaluing process and and not for profit being more a tax status and less a business model 
Yeah, that's and and I, I think the concept that you brought up of of a sort of a, a sea change in the types of quality and, and charities that large does not necessarily mean quality, small does not necessarily mean quality, but that local factor of finding trusted charities, uh, I think, is an important factor going forward. Absolutely right. Yeah. Ken Berger from Charity Navigator, thank you for stopping in and uh, uh, saying hello today, and thank you for being a friend of the Nonprofit Coach. Well, Ted, thank you for all the great work that you do, and it's really uh, an honor and a privilege to be here. And, again, congratulations. Well, you're always a big uh, draw here on the show, so we look forward to uh, having you back on page two from Charity Navigator. That was Ken Berger. Um, next up uh, here, we're, uh, we're still with uh, the fine folks at uh, BlackBaud, but uh, if you folks hang on just one second, uh, we do have another uh, good friend of the show who wanted to stop in. It seems like we've got a lot of folks who want to stop in today. Uh, Mark Sutton from uh, Artez Interactive. Uh, Mark, you go way back with the nonprofit coach. I certainly do, Ted, and it's a real privilege to be back uh, on your third anniversary. Uh, I think that uh, we, 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 we kick things off on the inaugural show, and uh, it's just incredible to see where the show has gone, and I'm a frequent listener and uh, really value uh, the things that you you bring with the show. So well, I, I think you have on. the distinction of being the only person uh, who has been on each of our anniversary shows, and as you just mentioned, um, you were our guest on the very first uh, show all the way back three years ago. So did you think we'd be doing this for three years? <laughs> you know, I think if you asked me at the time, I might have said, I think that the thing will, 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 will keep going, but certainly three years seemed a long way off. Yeah, we've had uh, a wonderful uh, run here on the Nonprofit Coach. The show has tripled in size uh, in the last year. Um, some of the more popular podcasts are now uh, well over 14,000 uh, listens, uh, and all of the top ten shows uh, were in the last 12 months. So the uh, the show continues uh, to grow, and the, the, uh, the, the quality of the experts uh, that we have has always been uh, very, very high. Um, I know that you're uh, going to be involved with the Digital Leap Conference, as uh, the fine folks at Blackboard uh, are as well. Uh, what else is new with uh, Artez? Well, we are, yeah. We're absolutely looking forward to the Digital Leap Conference coming up uh, in, in May. And um, lots on the go at, at Artez. You know, one of the things I, I probably highlight is uh, some of the things that we're doing on the mobile front. And uh, we've seen uh, our, our the organizations that work with, with, with Artez that we've seen have, have been experiencing quite a bit of growth in that area. I think that's kind of a general statement kind of across. Um, you know, one of the things that we've just done is uh, in, enhance the mobile app aspect of the peer-to-peer -peer platform. And it was really driven by uh, the, the, the organizations that we worked with and, and more importantly, their supporters who had seen uh, significant jumps in the amounts that they were able to raise uh, with, with a mobile app component. So now what is going on uh, with, with mobile, Mark? Are we just talking about five, ten dollar gifts? I mean, is this is this anything more serious for nonprofits? Yeah, well, you know, I think they're two different. Oh, two different marks, I guess. Hold yeah, on two a different marks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll let Artes go first. Yeah, Artes, and then we want Blackbot to weigh in on that because they're, they're of course yeah. moving uh, significantly in the mobile area. Yeah, I, I, I think you know. Guessing what 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 Mark uh, might have said with the two different uh, things. There's certainly the the text to give aspect, which um, is typically associated with a five to ten dollar gift, and then uh, the other aspect that we're seeing with the mobile web and also with the mobile app, which kind of feeds over to the mobile web. You know, we're seeing uh, uh, gifts that are very much in line with standard online gifts. So what we're seeing is that the mobile device itself isn't the thing that's necessarily creating lower gifts. It's kind of the methodology. I think that there's value to each one of these tools. It's just when you use them. Yeah. Mark, uh, over at Blackboard, um, I think this goes back to one of the things that you've mentioned so many times, and that is that, that giving is much more about where the donor is at than necessarily where the charity's at. That's absolutely true. And then one of the things that you look at in the fight to quality is uh, nonprofits, when pressure goes on, get to, you know, very, very often get in the trend of saying, oh, the sky is falling, you've got to give, it's a disaster. And people get tired of that after yeah. a while. And the more tell there is and the less ask there is, not the ask, but, you know, what is it that engaged you with this organization? What would you like to see us do differently? What do we do really well? Um, those kinds of ask questions are even more helpful in a period of flight to quality. And 
And one of the asks that, that, that nonprofits get is, uh, contact me in the way that's uh, culturally compatible with how I use my technology and, and give me control over how often I'm contacted or where I'm contacted or in what way I'm contacted. And so it's very, you know, it's, it's culturally uh, a transition from generation to generation that is, that's leading this ability to, you know, you can make a donation on a phone and you do it when you want to, how you want to, and typically in relationship to some contact that actually may have been driven or promoted by either an event you attended or an action you took that was not part of the mobile experience. And that's this integration between online and offline experience in a common database that empowers the, the mobile constituent to both give and also connect. So it's yeah, not and just of course here on the nonprofit coach, we've uh, you know we've pushed the issue of integration and the importance of that for quite some time. But Steve McLaughlin, I know uh, one of the other things that, that you and I have discussed, and I wonder if you might uh, reflect on it right now, is when we talk about um, uh, a uh, a cultural shift or or a generational shift, it's not necessarily just the the donors because oftentimes the donors are ahead of the charity. There's a bit of an issue with a generational shift within charity leadership. I mean, absolutely. I think one thing that you've seen that's very encouraging is the number of new people coming into the nonprofit sector who are passionate about the sector, but also they've grown up in a digital age, right? They don't remember life before the Internet. So to them, using mobile, using social is really important. I know for a number of years the, the buzzword has been the use of multi-channel um, at conferences and blogs and everything else, but really it's the focus on being omni-channel, omni right, that I may receive an email on a mobile device because 40% of email is now read on mobile. Mm -hmm. But I will also get direct mail pieces. I will be phoned. Uh, I will see uh, both paid advertising and search-based advertising. So it's really all these multiple connection points of engagement for the donor, and you need people at a nonprofit who are savvy and are thinking about engaging donors in new ways. It's really important. It sure is. Well, Mark uh, uh, Sutton from uh, Artes Interactive, I, I look forward to uh, seeing you up in Toronto for uh, the Digital Leap Conference, and thank you so much for joining us here on the third anniversary of the Nonprofit Coach. You bet, Ted. Thanks so much, and congratulations to you. I really appreciate it. Uh, the, uh, we've, we're still live here with uh, uh, Mark Chardon, Tiffany Crumpton, and Steve McLaughlin uh, from BlackBot. And we do have a, another very dear friend who wanted to stop in and say hello uh, here on the Nonprofit Coach. Uh, the uh, absolutely amazing Case Sprinkle Grace is uh, live here on the show. And, of course, you probably uh, can sense in my voice that I'm smiling because, Kay, you are always one of the most favorite people here on the Nonprofit Coach. Your podcast going back over three years are among the most popular in the history of the Nonprofit Coach. Welcome back here to the Nonprofit Coach. Well, Case thanks, Ed. I just wanted to call in and say congratulations. It's been three incredible years of contribution to the field, and I think you should uh, feel Feel quite wonderful about what you've done. And I well, we've done this together. To... And, yeah. and one, one of the things that's really wonderful about you, uh, Kay, is you're so popular that uh, I understand that uh, Diane Peach, who uh, produces the show and, and books the guests, um, has just slotted you in for our Christmas show every Absolutely. year. Absolutely. She's, she's got me going out till I think I'm 103. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we've got you going out pretty far here. So, right. um, Kay, you're always so busy and you do so much um, in the nonprofit. The sector, and of course, uh, we've written uh, together. And uh, but you've got a, a new book, um, uh, so tell me about what's going on uh, with you. Well, I'm working away on a book. I'm really not talking about it yet because okay, it I, won't, keeps, I won't ask you to talk about changing, it. <laughs> but um, let's just say that it is going to challenge the sector. I think from a position of somebody who's really been in it a long time and I'm a I'm a trend spotter as you know yeah. and I feel somewhat like the canary in the mine shaft, and I am going to be uh, pulling it together. It won't be a big book. It's, a fa in fact, a small book, uh, but I think it's going to be a small but mighty book, and I'm hoping that what it will do is really offer to the sector uh, some constructive ideas for ensuring that the sector remains as strong as it has been in our history mm -hmm. and does not 
um, become something that is uh, ineffective over time. And well, and I think this goes back to some of our discussions, I think, even um, on the last Christmas show uh, around mission and focus of, of organizations. And we were just talking, uh, we've got the folks from BlackBot here, we were just talking before you came on uh, the show about um, generation uh, shift uh, in donors, but also generation shift in nonprofit leadership. Right. Um, and, and I know you do a lot of strategic planning right. and a lot of forward <clears throat> thinking for charities. Right. And, I mean, you only have to look at undeveloped, you know, the amazing study done by the Haas Foundation and Compass Point, which comes several years after a very disturbing study they did with um, with nonprofit CEOs. This one looks at the development officers Nonprofit CEOs, um, what we found with the CEO, what they found with the CEOs is that no one wants to do the job again. And um, so we have to fix this uh, from the inside. And there's not a reason in the world not to fix it, to put the kind of energy that's needed into, frankly, when people say to me, you've been in this a long time. You've been active professionally for about 30 years. What changes do you see in philanthropy? And I say, not enough. Uh, But I see a lot of changes in donors. And by the way, speaking of BlackBot, I'm going to be speaking at their regional conference in Sydney in October, uh, right after the IFC. I'm going to go from the Netherlands to Sydney, and uh, I'm very excited about it. Oh, that's terrific. Well, uh, Mark Chardon, the uh, president of uh, of BlackBot, is uh, here on the show. Do you folks want to uh, weigh in on uh, some of these uh, very weighty issues that uh, Kay always brings to us? And uh, she does. Uh, she is a trend spotter and is looking at uh, how do we keep the sector strong. Well, I'll jump in here. Um, this is Tiffany. So uh, talking about the generational shift, um, I did want to just uh, briefly touch on, we talked about mobile from the constituent point of view, but this is a great segue into uh, the mobile experience for the actual users at the nonprofit organization. So uh, I wanted to jump in because as, as we're thinking about those folks, casual users of the system, fundraisers, Ted, I know a lot of your listeners are fundraisers, so a shout out to them, um, being able to give them a, a mobile uh, mobile capabilities to kind of meet them on their terms. So as we're looking at the, the generational shift, um, software has to evolve along with that. So um, one plug, uh, last year within the, the Razor's Edge here at BlackBot, we released mobile capabilities, and we found that there's thousands of users now using that because it's, it's easier for casual users to pull up information, enter uh, their moves with their particular prospects. So I just want to piggyback off that comment because the generational shift means thinking differently about how users are consuming the software. Uh, there was a great uh, part mm-hmm. about the document. And K, K is, do you, we call you K, or is there a longer name that I have to no, call no, you? No, no, just K. <laughs> We've never actually met in person, but yes. thank you for going to Australia for us. There's a great well, Naomi, section. Well, Naomi that. is incredibly persuasive, and she wanted me last year, and it just couldn't work. And so I'm doing this amazing marathon halfway around the world. <laughs> and, and, and Mark, let, let me just say, the reason I always say Kay Sprinkle Grace is because I think it's one of the most amazing names in the nonprofit sector. I mean, Kay Sprinkle oh, yeah. Grace is just a great name. There you so, go. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. There's a, great, there's a great part in that report that's about culture of philanthropy and the interaction between the development staff and boards and the staff of an organization. and. And um, this, this, uh, the, the need to actually get nonprofits where the culture of philanthropy pervades the organization from top to bottom mm-hmm. all the way through the delivery of their mission um, is, you know, that, that, that produces an alignment with the development director and the development staff. And, and today it's far too often done, and I'm sure Kay has some good insight on this, um, where you know the, you, you blame the head of fundraising for the lack of raising money, when in fact the real problem is you can't even find on the nonprofit uh, website who they are, what they do, how to donate, and whether or not they're producing a good result for the dollar given. Listen, you are you are singing. You're 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 preaching to the choir right now. I just have finished doing a development assessment for an organization, and I went on their website and I thought, you know, if I were a provider of this particular kind of service, or if I were someone in need of this service, this would be a great website. But if you wanted to excite me about investing in this, I, I wouldn't know how to do it, nor could I be excited by it. Um, the whole area... 
of the culture of philanthropy is extremely important to me. And in one of my books, um, The AAA Way to Fundraising Success, it really is based on the whole notion of building the culture of philanthropy. And uh, my session in the Netherlands uh, in October, my master class is going to be on internal marketing of the development process. Because what I would kind of counter to your comment is that there, or not even counter, but add to it, is that I don't think that development offices, offices, in fact, are really aggressive enough within the organization at letting the program side know what they do. Well, I think you're absolutely right on that, Kay. What I often see in organizations is that if you ask a line staff person of an average nonprofit organization, they would see the fundraising folks as the party planning group. Exactly. Uh, and oh, you're the ones that have T's. Right, and there, but there, there's no connection to understanding that the money raised actually is part of the lifeblood of the organization and that if everyone doesn't understand that they're a charity and that there are responsibilities of a nonprofit, they can't possibly meet their, their, uh, their goals. Right. Yeah, well, I, I, just, I really think that we can do a lot more as development officers to really let people know and to engage them and to get their participation, their partnership. Often when we contact them, it's because we need something in an hour <laughs> because we have a foundation proposal instead of kind of – anyway, uh, there's going to be an article in the Australian fundraising magazine, and then I'll be doing that master class as well on that particular issue. Um, Ted, I want to say just congratulations, and um, I really am just delighted with what you've done and, and building the awareness and your variety of topics, including my very soft uh, <laughs> Christmas show, which is always about... Oh, it's always a lot of fun. I did yeah. want to, before you, uh, before you leave, I did want to share uh, an email that we received from a mutual friend of all of ours, uh, Andrew Watt over at AFP has sure. just emailed in. Uh, this is a very happy anniversary. I've enjoyed and benefited from listening to Ted Hart's radio show along with many other listeners. Ted has a great talent for bringing issues to life, helping us to understand their relevance to our lives and work. I hope this is the first of many such anniversaries, and I look forward to participating in many more shows. And so that's a very nice note from uh, that's a Andrew. Very, and then Andrew is just an incredible leader. He's just a very AFP. thoughtful leader as well. Yeah, he is. is very, He's very, very, very thoughtful, nice. very responsive. And um, so I'm going to sign off because I've got to hop in my car and uh, work <laughs> well, my way down the peninsula us. here. And uh, so greetings from San Francisco. Congratulations. And, and thank you for everything you do many to help the nonprofit coach. Many more years. Thanks, Ted. Bye-bye. Already looking forward to your Christmas show. Me um, we too. Do, uh, we do have a next uh, uh, guest here on uh, the Nonprofit Coach. Uh, uh, Lindsay Nichols uh, from GuideStar wanted to uh, stop in and uh, say hello. Uh, Lindsay, welcome back here to the Nonprofit Coach. Thank you so much, Ted. And on behalf of everyone at GuideStar and specifically our CEO, Jacob Harold. Um, wanted me to say something, and Deborah and uh, Snyder and Aaron Andrews, we're all wishing you huge congratulations and, um, you know, many more to come. And, you know, for tripling your audience over the last three years is no small feat. So congratulations and great work, and thanks for being a great partner of GuideStar. Uh, well, well, thank you, and, and, and I was just going to say thank you for being such a wonderful partner. Actually, we've tripled the uh, the show in just the last year, so the last three wow. years. Wow. <laughs> You're greater than that. So it's really it's wonderful. But I, I wanted to say thank you because one of the things that, that was new uh, over the last year, and, and I'm sure no small part to our wonderful uh, growth of the show, um, is uh, over the last year we started the Guide Star Minute. Uh, and uh, and you uh, you folks come on once a month and, and share with us uh, updates uh, from GuideStar. So why don't we just take a moment and uh, get an update from GuideStar? We'd love to. So there's a lot going on. It's an exciting time. Um, we just finished our nonprofit love campaign, which is still really going on. It's um, using the hashtag nonprofit love L-U-V. You can talk about what nonprofits mean to you, why you are a part of a nonprofit, and you can share it on Twitter or Facebook um, or Pinterest or Instagram. And there's been quite a community that's come together around this, and we're really excited to see where it's going. We've had 
hundreds of people participate and hundreds of thousands of people uh, see this. So we're really excited, um, and it really gets us to the spring, uh, you know, exciting times for, for nonprofits, getting together, everything that they're doing. Well, I know the last time you were on the show uh, you promoted that, and I hope that uh, we were able to help generate some additional interest in uh, that uh, terrific project going on at GuideStar. Absolutely. Because of your show, we were able to get even more traction. And you all, in particular, you, Ted, have been such a partner and an uh, inspiration for spreading the word about our GuideStar Exchange program. So I thought I might mention that as well. We are doing really exciting things with that program. And it's our transparency program. And I know that you talk about it a lot when you travel. And we, we really appreciate all that well, you Well, of course, do. since you brought it up, I'm going to have to take this opportunity, as I always do here on The Nonprofit Coach, uh, to remind our listeners of the six pillars of success for nonprofit organizations online, the number one being uh, a well-designed website full of unique content about your organization, easy to navigate and easy to search. Uh, but number two is a strong guide star strategy, uh, and that's for a whole host of reasons that we've shared many times on this show, uh, but no small part to uh, the large uh, reach that you folks have of the information that you share about nonprofit organizations, and we consider it extremely important for grant writing and major gift support, high net worth individuals, uh, that the information is up to date and accurate on GuideStar. Thank you so much. We love that you talk about it, and it is really important. We know that a lot of funders and donors are coming to our site wondering Pass to the financials. What else about a nonprofit can can the nonprofit show? So the exchange is their opportunity to do that. And we also are doing a, a webinar tomorrow with a Wealth Engine that really talks about the exchange, charting impact, and some other programs that help nonprofits. So that's a, a free webinar tomorrow that I thought I'd mention as well. Oh, that's terrific. And those are those are uh, important services. We're going to take uh, just a, a second uh, uh, here, Lindsay, and just uh, take a, a quick station break. Uh, just to uh, remind um, our guests of some upcoming shows. So we'll be right back here on The Nonprofit Coach. Sounds great. Of course, this is our big third anniversary show, but next week we have an amazing opportunity for you, and that is um, please get your pencils out because next Tuesday uh, we will have a different time for the show. So it will not be 12 noon Eastern as we normally are. We'll be coming to you live at 4 p.m. Eastern uh, next uh, Tuesday from the Grants Managers Network Conference in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, we'll be live on the floor of the conference as we have so many times uh, on the nonprofit Coach Ben live at the Blackbot Conference. We're now going to be coming to you live at 4 p.m. Eastern next Tuesday from the Grants Managers Network Conference in St. Petersburg, Florida. Immediately following that, the uh, uh, the, uh, the show will then um, uh, uh, move uh, to a, a big show that we just uh, mentioned here at the top of the show, and I'm so excited uh, that the NP Experts book will be highlighted here on the Nonprofit Coach. That will be 12 noon Eastern on March 26th. Frank Barry and Dennis McCarthy will be here uh, with us, and of course, um, Frank Barry being the director of digital marketing uh, at Blackbot. So uh, do not miss that show. It's a fantastic new book. I'm thrilled to have been invited to uh, be part of that, and we'll be highlighting that uh, on uh, the uh, the nonprofit coach um, on the 26th. Uh, next up uh, after that will be April 2nd. Greg McCall will be here uh, talking about mobile, social, and local. Uh, which are all topics that we are talking about here on the Nonprofit Coach uh, today. So that's the next few shows here on the Nonprofit Coach. We're going to head right back over to page two. Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at tedhart.com. Click on radio links. If you're listening live today, the phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 347-324-3080. Now, back to the Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart. And we're back uh, here with uh, Mark Chardon, uh, president of BlackBaud, Tiffany Crumpton, and Steve McLaughlin, also uh, from BlackBaud, and we're being joined by Lindsay Nichols uh, from uh, GuideStar. Um, back over to, uh, to BlackBaud, Lindsay was... Uh, just bringing up um, uh, some important uh, points here uh, regarding uh, fundraising and um, data. Uh, this is uh, certainly an area that uh, distinguishes BlackBot. I wondered if uh, one of you folks wanted to weigh in on that topic. 
certainly. So, you know, Ted, as you know, we spend a lot of time not only looking and analyzing data on the nonprofit sector, but trying to publish it, a lot of it back out to the sector as well. Um, you know, every month, on the first of every month, we update the Blackbaud Index of Charitable Giving, where we look at about $8 billion in, in overall fundraising to, to give nonprofits of different sizes and in different sectors an indication of um, how things are going. We also publish statistics on um, online giving as well. Um, recently, we put out our 2012 Charitable Giving Report, where we looked at overall giving in 2012, and what we found was that overall giving in the U.S. was up about 2% on a year-over-year -year basis, and online giving was actually up about 11% on a year-over-year -year basis. And so these are trends that we use to inform ourselves, but also our customers and the, the broader nonprofit sector, and we're happy to share that information out there. We just uh, had uh, uh, Kay Sprinkle Grace here on uh, on the show, and she's always been uh, a trend spotter. But I know, Mark, uh, you are as well. Do you see this trend of uh, this uh, growth disparity between online and offline traditional fundraising and, and uh, uh, digital mobile uh, continuing, or is that going to level off? No, I do think that that's a long-term secular trend where, in our business, long-term is anything more than five years out. I, you know, I, there's... A, a significant shift in how you friend raise from uh, direct mail towards other, uh, you know, both event type fundraising, online e-marketing, email marketing. But as the generational shift occurs, you're also seeing an, a, a shift in how organizations get connected to individuals, and uh, and because they're getting connected to individuals uh, they, they, through electronic and social media, the social mobile. Um, access is going to continue to grow, and I, I will point out that uh, only about seven percent of online of giving last year was online, which leaves a lot of room for expansion. Exactly. And and what um, what uh, are you seeing over at GuideStar in terms of uh, charity reporting? And and uh, I'm I'm just curious. Do you see the number of charities that are um, receiving the exchange seal growing? We do, and um, a lot of that is us taking a look at the program, and, and we're trying to lower barriers to success. We know that nonprofits have a lot to do, and by no means are we trying to um, give them extra work. But at the same time, you know, we think being transparent is really important, and so we are trying to keep kind of a stringent sense of of what would make a nonprofit seem transparent, et cetera. So we are having um, numbers grow, and we're continuing to look at that program. I hope to have an exciting announcement for you on that in the coming months. Well, um, perfect. But I do think, you know, I echo um, what he was just saying in terms of, of giving. We see we do an economic survey every year, and it's it's been a tough time, and people are really trying to find different sources to fundraise versus the the direct mail. Well, talking about uh, uh, trend spotting, uh, we have another friend who uh, is going to jump in here uh, before the end of the show. Uh, Susan McDermott over at John Wiley & Sons has been for years about the business of spotting trends and what's needed uh, in education um, and uh, has been uh, my publisher of uh, several books. Susan, thank you for being back here on The Nonprofit Coach. Oh, it is my pleasure, Ted, and congratulations on three wonderful years and, and actually um, 12 years of knowing you and partnering with you. You've been the author of five books for Wiley and been just a, an amazing author and a supportive mentor and, and friend to the nonprofit program that we've been working on here at Wiley. Well, thank you. And, of course, you've been a strong partner as well. And one of the things that uh, I think really has been part of the amazing growth of the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show has been the partnership with John Wiley & Sons and the monthly AFP Wiley uh, radio show, and I was wondering if you might just uh, remind our listeners of uh, what that show is all about. Yeah, that's um, um, th and thank you very much for for being um, such an integral part of that. Um, we have a a book series with AFP, the fund development series that we've been working together with them um, more than forty five books now in, in about sixteen years, and um, um, every I, I would say once a month, but it's it's. Um, more than half a dozen times a year, Ted, you've yeah. been so gracious to host uh, host the author of our new our new publications in that series, and really sort of get um, get uh, um, <clears throat> into the into the book, the meat of the book, and the topic that the authors are writing on, and really um, explore the topic with both the author and your audience. And it's been just such a wonderful opportunity for them to really talk about what motivated them to write the book and 
how they see it helping the sector. And, well, uh, I would say that you've been very good at, at, at spotting those trends because the AFP Wiley radio series shows tend to be among the most popular here on the Nonprofit Coach. So clearly um, our listeners, uh, those who are leaders in the nonprofit sector, um, are drawn to those topics. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I certainly can't take full credit for it. We, um, I am part of the Publishing Advisory Committee, and we sit as a group uh, several times a year and talk about new proposals that we, we've gotten um, that we get uh, from the community, from the nonprofit community, and we talk about what holes there are in the literature and what kind of uh, topics are uh, most in need right now. And so that's sort of how the genesis of these, these titles and how they come about and um and again we thank you so much for this opportunity it's just a really um it's a nice non-traditional way of of an author being able to get the message of their book out there and we thank you very much for it and and they they always do uh, very well which, which which is nice is that they're not just uh good writers that they're they're producing uh good books uh with you uh but they're very articulate um good speakers and are able to uh, impart their knowledge uh, through this show as well, which is always a pleasure. Oh, absolutely! They're very passionate about what they write, and um, in my 12 years, 12 years plus here at Wiley, working on the nonprofit program, I, I see that as a trend with the with all of the authors we work with, how how passionate they feel about their topics. And I have one of my uh, my co-authors uh, here live on the show of the most recent book, the uh, uh, Internet Management for Nonprofits uh, book. Uh, uh, Susan, we've got uh, Steve McLaughlin from uh, Blockbot here live on the show. Oh, terrific. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hey, Susan. How are you? Very good. We've uh, appreciated the opportunity to uh, do that book together, and I, and I think it's it's done well for uh, for Wiley. But I I think uh, more importantly, it's drawn uh, the connection between management uh, and data and uh, online services, and that that was really the uh, the goal of that book. Um, listen, folks, we have less than uh, five minutes uh, left here on the show. It's uh, always uh, uh, goes so fast, so I'm going to uh, one at a time give you an opportunity to uh, uh, say goodbye and sign off, and then uh, we'll wrap up with the folks at uh, Blackbaud. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, Lindsay Nichols, who's here live from GuideStar. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for letting me um, come on and say congratulations. We are so proud of everything you do. Uh, pleased to be your partner, and we can't wait to see where you go next. Thanks so much. Well, thank you, and we'll look forward to the next GuideStar Minute here on the Nonprofit Coach. Uh, next up, uh, uh, signing off here is Susan McDermott from John Wiley & Sons. Yeah, th- I just wanted to reiterate and and say thank you, Ted, for everything that you've done to support the uh, to support the books that we're publishing. And I'd like to invite everybody to check out uh, www.nonprofitcommunity.com to see um, more of what your peers are saying. And That's thank great. you, and good luck, Ted. Well, thank you. Definitely check out uh, that book, and we'll. And Susan comes on uh, each month uh, to announce the uh, the next uh, uh, AFP Wiley Radio Show uh, book that we'll be uh, highlighting. So we look forward, Susan, to having you back here on the show. Thanks again, Ted. All right. We're going to wrap up in just the last uh, few moments here by saying thank you very much to the wonderful folks at uh, uh, BlackBod for sort of being the glue of the show today. This is our third anniversary show. Uh, so we're going to um, one at a time give folks an opportunity to uh, to say hello and uh, say goodbye one more time. Uh, Tiffany Crumpton. Yes. Well, thank you, Ted. It was, uh, it was my first time on the show, so uh, thrilled to be here. And uh, many congratulations on three wonderful years. That's great, and uh, don't be a stranger here on the show. Uh, one of our favorite people in the nonprofit sector and certainly one of the uh, NP experts uh, is Steve McLaughlin. Hey, Ted, thanks again for uh, having me on the show, and uh, really think you bring on a pretty diverse set of voices across the industry. I always think that's good for the sector to hear things from a lot of different perspectives, so glad to be on. And we certainly got a, a, a wide variety of those uh, folks here on the show today for the third anniversary, uh, and uh, quite a pleasure um, to uh, to have you, uh, Sir Mark Chardon, uh, President uh, of Blackbot. I know that uh, over the course of this year, you'll be winding your uh, time down uh, at Blackbot, and uh, uh, quite uh, a tenure that you have had uh, at Blackbot. Why don't you uh, wrap us up here? Well, the world is shrinking as the fourth of the trends. We didn't get to it, so I'm wondering whether you're going to join Kay, join Kay in Australia at our show in Australia and broadcast live from there. Well, if you invite me, I'm sure we'll work it out. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, and, uh, and I, I expect you're quite proud of the impact that uh, you and, and the community that we've created all working together with you uh, has had on the sector. 
Um, and I totally agree with Kay that we have a lot of work to do, but that there's a lot that we can accomplish together to make uh, this business of making the world a better place a better place. And thank uh, you very much for the opportunity to be with you today. Well, Blackwood's been a wonderful uh, friend uh, to this show and the activities that uh, that we support. Uh, so for uh, all of us here at the Nonprofit Coach, we want to thank everyone for uh, being a strong listener, uh, for supporting the nonprofit sector, and for all of our friends uh, that make this show possible because the show is popular uh, mostly uh, because of the incredible expertise that we're able to bring together and the wonderful people who give of their time to make our sector stronger and make nonprofit organizations more successful. This has been the third anniversary show of the Nonprofit Coach. We'll be live at 4 p.m. next Tuesday from the Grants Managers Network Conference. Thank you for joining us here on the Nonprofit Coach. You've been listening to the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show with Ted Hart. Tell all your friends to check out our production schedule and download our iPod and iPad-friendly podcast at tedhart.com. Thanks for listening to the Nonprofit Coach. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.